Ho, ho, ho. Hello. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to episode 15 of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast. And it's a Christmas special. We're here in our festive jumpers. There's a roaring fire in the studio. Nothing to do with Christmas. Uh, (laughs) So I should really call the fire brigade. Uh, We've got two excellent guests in the studio for you, as always. Firstly, the brains behind Alan Carr's chatty man, James Longman, is here. Merry Christmas, James. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. And joining him, we've got TV producer extraordinaire, big West Ham fan, Jordan Reed, R-E-A-D, as he insists I say. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> hey, Jordan, welcome to the show. Hello, mate. Thanks for having me. Are we all feeling, fe- feeling festive? Super festive. It's yeah. hot in here. Yeah. We've, got, we've all got our brandies, yeah, and our port. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're in stockings. In our stockings. <laughs> uh, we, what would have been good was Romford would have made a brilliant Father Christmas. Oh, yeah. To sit here yeah. in his... Uh, Big beard. Centre. That'd be nice. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd happily sit on his knee and tell him what I want. Oh, Savile. <laughs> uh, excellent, yeah. What a way to get festive with a, a Savile reference within the first couple of minutes of the show. Um, so here's what we're going to be talking about on this special Christmas episode. We'll be talking about our favourite West Ham-related Christmas presents. Uh, and then we'll go on to our worst ever signings. What better way to... We're going to sit with our brandy and just discuss around this roaring fire uh, the worst ever signings West Ham have made. And then go on to our favourite ever matches, uh, which which ex-player we'd like to spend Christmas Day with, and our Christmas wishes for West Ham United. That is roughly how this episode will work. Um, so let's talk firstly about Christmas Day, West Ham-related presents. I myself can recall, that I think it was like 94, I got the home kit, the away kit, and the third kit in one day. Like Christmas as a, as a kid are all about kits in my mind. In 94? In 94. What, what was the third kit? Um, it was white with purple collars and purple shoulders. Right. Lovely. I think they wore like a little drummer boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> it's just annoying as a kid. It's just an altar boy. You sure it wasn't just an altar boy. I did go to church with my sim- shin pads on. <laughs> Christmas Day. Uh, James, what Christmas presents stick in your mind? Um, I, it's always a shirt, isn't it? It's still yeah. something so exciting, even as an adult. <laughs> we should know better. <laughs> something so exciting about getting a, a kit. And, and my favourite ever kit, or the one that started with me, is always the 85-86 Away kit. Yeah. Which this year's uh, oh, yeah, kind, kind of, of modelled on. Mm. Um, and that, uh, I wore that a lot and a lot. And what getting that on Christmas Day, all the... All the shirts are always good, aren't they? Uh, uh, it's the Christmas... Well, no, the it... macro shirts weren't, because they were medium. Rubbish. Medium would be, like, extra large. <laughs> I remember I got the old... <laughs> I was wearing a dress. The beautiful feeler one. You know, when we had the lovely kit without the Dr. Martins on the front? And I got that for Christmas. An 18-year-old man being disgusted. <laughs> well, I was like, yes! Turned it around and there was no name on the back. What? Even, yeah. as, a, even as a grown man, stop being disappointed. <laughs> that I went back to the shop and got Trevor Sinclair put on the back. Nice. So, uh, nice. There we go. So, so recently we had... Uh, Jordan got married and we went on the stag do. Um, yeah. And he ju- he's just talked about kits. His brother Piers, who's been on the podcast as well, um, he slept in his new West. He's thirty-seven, <laughs> thirty-six, he, he and he slept in his new West Ham shirt. <laughs> and then I said, "That's so what? What you? What, where are the shorts?" He goes, "I'm getting them for Christmas." <laughs> He's, he's buying them himself, but uh, <laughs> he's getting them. <laughs> so yeah, he's, that amused me. Yeah, it's a set. It's a magic to getting a kit yeah. at Christmas. I get like I've got like nephews, and when they open the kits and they rip it out, and they're so excited, I'm, I'm envious. I know for your birthday you wanted the away kit, but yeah. your missus didn't get you. No, is it on the Christmas list? Yeah, it is. But I've had to. Here's what I've had to do. I've had to order it myself. <laughs> 
and get and send it to my parents for them to wrap up and give to me. <laughs> Your missus a couple of years ago emailed me to tell me what kit you wanted. Yeah. So well, like, a couple oh. of years ago, things have changed. <laughs> she kept saying, here's how sad it was. a long time. So I love that away kit. And yeah. it was... Uh, <laughs> what away kit she, is it? What, what? So the latest one. Right, OK. So, so I, I thought I'd get it for my birthday. She goes, don't get, don't get it. I'll get it for you for your birthday. Yeah. In July this was. So I was waiting and my birthday came and some bits turned up and yeah. I opened them it wasn't there and she goes don't worry there's two more bits on the route oh and I thought shorts and socks gotta be the, <laughs> it's gotta be the kit yeah. it's gotta be the kit one of those presents arrived it wasn't the kit yeah. there's still one present to come I thought it's gotta be the kit <laughs> it wasn't the kit <laughs> fucking gap jump like some ruining fucking birthday yeah and then so I had to be a bit like I was a bit disappointed I didn't say anything but then fortunately yeah. Chris brought it up for us <laughs> No, I was really disappointed <laughs> that I didn't get to wake it. <laughs> that sort of thing can ruin a birthday. Yep. So easily done. Um, yeah, I think I might have to put it on there. But I think, like, West Ham with the merchandise now, they do so many weird things, don't they? Yes. Like, in the club, the, the club shop. Has it has it lo- lost its magic because we've diluted? You can only get it in the shop, which is <laughs> annoying anyway, isn't it? You can't yeah. get it anywhere else. <laughs> or, la- or lake size, isn't it? It's yeah. Shops. The best thing is... Uh, I know we've mentioned this before. The best thing, like the pictures of the West Ham players uh, posing in Christmas Santa hats <laughs> right, right. and some of the merchandise. I mean, that one of Downing and Razvan Rats <laughs> so is weird. one of the pi- is one of the best pictures yeah. ever. And then Ravel there's one and you can buy them. Ravel and Carlton. Oh, no, unfortunately, you can't. It's just on the, on the magazine. Ravel and Carlton. Ravel t- looks like he's won a competition <laughs> with a too big hat with Carlton. I love the way as well in that picture. Ravel is trying to trying to be gangster and end jobs, <laughs> and he's wearing like a Santa hat, like holding a holding <laughs> so a coffee big. mug. He looks so small that a hat's slipping down over his brow. And Carlton looks like face. a proud father or something yeah. like that. And there's another one I saw this week, which is Demel in a in the hat, which is another a comedy uh, West Ham thing. But those things are all part of of the brilliance. Yeah, it? part of the magic of Christmas. My brother once bought me a. Uh, a sort of a massive, it's about six foot long framed photo of yeah. Upton Park. Oh, wow. And it's sort of like, he bought me that. And I oh, I know going, that one, yeah. And part of me was like, that's, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah. There's another part of me going, oh, oh, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, how am I going to put that? And uh, it's sort of just been sort of in my room in the cupboard for a while. And I was like, oh, darling, can I? No? Okay. No. We'll, we'll no. leave it in the cupboard. Still. We'll leave it in the cupboard. There's the, uh, you know what, the things I used to love was you used to be able to get. I don't think they do it anymore. You used to get the signed pictures. Yeah. It was a little, uh, a like, tiny little picture, wasn't it? Yeah, like a Polaroid. Like, yeah, like, yeah, a, like a Polaroid, of essentially. A, yeah. Just of a bit bigger than Polaroid, uh, signed. Oh, no, yeah. they weren't signed. I remember them not signed. because no, then you could go you and could get, get them signed. Get them signed. Oh, I remember exciting. one Christmas I got about, like, ten of those, and I lost them all, except for Jerry Payton, who was, like, the <laughs> sub-goalie. My mum had just gone down there and grabbed a load, didn't know who they were, and got, got Jerry Payton instead of Ludo. What a player. I, mean, I don't think he ever turned out for us. No, I don't think I've ever heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a picture I'll, uh, I'll show you sometime. <laughs> he wanted a Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, all of that, all of that stuff, and anything West Ham. Like I used to get the advent calendar. I used yeah. to get a card from when I was a junior hammer. I used to yeah. get a card through. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, always used to love getting the. Uh, well, there was always another classic thing. You'd always get the New Year folder, and it was always the player in January 
was always like going to be the one who gets injured. Yeah, and <laughs> also, interestingly, someone said uh, that Ravel Morrison isn't uh, in, in the, the calendar. calendar. So it's a conspiracy theory, you know what they're going to sell it. Yeah. I've always thought that's bollocks. Like, the, the guy who makes the, ca- the calendar is probably like an 18-year-old intern at some calendar-making company. He, d- he doesn't, they're not going to go, oh, don't put, sorry, mate, don't put Ravel Morrison in there because we're going to flog him next it's year. It's all a conspiracy. It's up there with 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> And Roswell. <laughs> yeah, Roswell. <laughs> but then who who makes that decision? It's just going to be some little kid, some little designer. But he won't it? pick the 12 people to have in there. Mm. You'd be pretty pissed off if you weren't in it. Yeah. yeah. It's like sort of the ultimate first team. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? It's Is like that the ultimate yeah. yeah. And it lasts One a year. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to be like February AD. You want to no, be like a, a good summer month. July. Yeah, and August. Um... It was always a fact that you'd get to November, or even earlier on, March, and they'd be sold, and you'd be like, oh, I've got, now s- I've got this all month. Yeah. Which then actually does kind of trip up the whole thing, you think it's a conspiracy, because if they were there in, if they were in the calendar past August, you're like, phew, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to sell it. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like the idea of them going, oh, we were going to sell Carlton Cole, but we've got him in October. <laughs> October in the calendar. Colton's We're going to have to keep him. Have to keep him. You made it again. Wait until at least November the 1st. Otherwise, all those people who paid £6 for a calendar are going to be gutted. <laughs> we can't let him down. Colton's <laughs> a year extension. <laughs> Colton goes out and buys himself a new car on the back of being in November. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how the players get those extensions. They make yeah. sure they're in the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear! Happy Christmas memories. Happy Christmas. Um, let's talk about let's let's pick up your branding now and talk about our worst ever signings. We've got um, we've got so many to choose from. We're talking about it just outside worst ever players we've seen in an Upton down at Upton Park. For me, the standout signing who's been the worst, Wayne Quinn. So bad, in fact, that when he left West Ham, he couldn't get a club. No. And went into semi-retirement. I think he was like semi-pro, not even league football after that. I think he plays for someone in uh, Cornwall, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a bit of a unit. And he's a big fan of the show, so Wayne, I hope you're well, mate. <laughs> um, um, so I, I think Wayne Quinn, Jordan, for you, who, who are the standout? Uh, well, Andy Impey is always up there. What are you on about? He's brilliant. Really? I loved Andy Impey. <laughs> I'm so shocked. Well, he was a, I mean, there's workman and then there's... A lazy one. <laughs> I don't know, but, uh... He, he was pretty, pretty poor. Yeah. Go on. When I was a kid, I've got fond memory of every player, so I don't think I ever thought any players were rubbish, because yeah. I loved them all so much. Yeah. So, even, like, in my t- early teens, I think, like, people yeah, like Andy Impey right. went, went past unnoticed. Yeah. You do look at it from rose-tinted glasses as a kid. I'm thinking about that team in 94 that was in a, like, constant relegation battle, but people like Tim Breaker got good memories of it. Breaker. Oh, Breaker, definitely. Breaker, and, like, Mike, Mike Marsh. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful man. Breaker. Lovely. He's so lovely. He's probably never been called lovely. lovely. Well, I'm, seem... I'm here to say he is. He certainly deserves that. And, uh, like, Lee Chapman got so much stick, but because he was in the golden age, in my mind, of, like, getting loving going to West Ham, yeah. I, I, I kind of got fond of him. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh with him, P. I mean, that's just off the top of my head, if I'm honest. Yeah. But then, he's, he's at the top of my head for a reason. Yeah. yeah. As you could argue. Yeah, yeah. It works both ways. James, who's your, uh... Um, I'm gonna go for. I, I think recently, over we've had like some real. There's been names that I still read now that I forgot even played. Yeah, they're the ones who are terrible. But one that sticks out was old Nigel. Nigel Quasi. Oh mm. God, yeah. 
because he he sticks out because he went missing and then there's always I always remember on these at Mother Brown that uh, just a funny what's happened to him because he literally went missing for about a year <laughs> he was still he hired by West Ham but nobody knew where he was and there was like a, 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 a forum thread and anyone it's like where's Molly find Quasi yeah Quasi he was uh, he didn't just go missing on the pitch yeah and he was uh, I thought he was pretty poor but then we're talking well it's Savio yeah, I mean that's a standout bad one, isn't it? Yeah. Allegedly, we never paid as much for him as has been touted, but I think it was rumoured like eight and a half million for a guy who's now Bulgaria second division or something like that. Just a shocker. Yeah. Let's been seeing some real random ones actually. When you think back, I can't even remember yeah. their names. Or Didn't Sevio get done for kidnapping or something? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and then he like skip bail and stuff. Did some, he? Some of West yeah, he showed a, showed a turn of pace. Yeah. <laughs> First some time of West Ham's exes are having a bad time about it. I mean, match fixing and uh, kidnapping. Kidnapping, what next? Badger baiting. That's where Reddit Choyer is. Badger baiting. Um, uh, I bought Harry Redknapp's audiobook, and um, that, that whole scene, that around 96, where Redknapp talk, starts talking about all the, like, some of the, the foreign legion that he bought, and the guy who's reading out the names uh, kind of accentuates how mental some of these signings were. Like, he calls Florian Rodachoya Radicio and Dumitrioscu or something, so things like that. Actually. But that time in 96, we went, he went mad, didn't he? Yep. Paolo, Paolo Future, Rodachoyu, Dumitrescu. I remember being at their, at their uh, debuts and being so excited. Yeah. Because we didn't really have many foreign players, did we? No, up until that and point. And all of a sudden we had these uh, exotic named flair players <laughs> who <laughs> yeah. were just exotic named. Future. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, Promised so much right. more with their name. Because up until that point, like Mike Marsh being a bit Irish, yeah. that, was, that was like so exotic. Like then, it was like, wow, this is such a Alvin Martin being Scouse was the first. <laughs> Furthest <laughs> we had. It's like, wow, this 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 foreign muck is going to be interesting. Muck being the word. Yeah. Um, but where are they? Uh, where where are they? Know, other than well, they that did, guy. used to do an interesting feature, didn't they? And um, on the the website, they'd sometimes say they'd say, "Oh, so and so's here." Isn't Javier Margas own a, uh, a hotel yes. in wow. Chile. Well, Marga- he's invited every West Ham fan to go over there if you want. Mar- every West Ham fan. <laughs> 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 Let's go. He seriously said, "If there's a West Ham fan in Chile yeah. and you're in his town, give him a call." Give because oh, I also I like know him. the British ambassador to Chile is a West Ham fan. Really? And I saw a picture of the two of them on. Um, Are you serious? Really? Yeah. yeah, I saw Margas and um, this guy you know, pictured together quite recently. And another interesting thing about Margas, <laughs> full of facts, God. he's married to, like, Chilean royalty. Like, Chilo, like, a really kind of wealthy Chilean family. He's Margas in there. He's been a bit clever bloke, yeah. So that's no, why I'm the Margas. Well. Remember when he dyed his hair, Claret and Blue? See, yes. he's one of those ones, he could have been an awful signing. Cause he, he, went, he was a bit he, bad. He, he, no, but when he came back, he was actually all right. He, had, he, he went, he disappeared again for a bit. Literally, yeah. in Literally Harry Ness's book, he said he went round to the Marriott Hotel Waltham Abbey to see him, and he ran out the window <laughs> to the airport. And then, but then after a while, he came back and to show his love, he dyed his hair, yeah. didn't he? And then he actually, he played quite yeah, well. And then right. he just retired halfway through yeah, the season. Just saw... Was that right? <laughs> he did, yeah. he just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think they might have sold him back or something. I don't know. Well, that's who we think is the worst signing we've ever made. Let's hear who James Corden thinks is the worst signing we've ever made. And my worst signing for West Ham, I mean, where do you start? There's just so many. But Where do you start? There's just so many. But for me, I think it's got to be T.C. Kamara. I mean, what a sack of shit. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. 
when we sold Rick <laughs> for eighteen million pounds, and we bought Hayden Fox, Sweaters Lev Todorov, a song, TT Kamara. I really feel like it could be, and <laughs> but TT uh, for me was just—he was like as big as me. <laughs> he was ridiculous. T Kamara, he was pretty, uh, pretty dog shit, wasn't he? Ah, uh, really crap. <laughs> yes, he was. Did he even he was, play? Yeah, he did. He was massive. He would get, remember, like, there's pictures of him playing, and you, the shirt is stretching around his midriff. People uh, Benny McCarthy. Benny McCarthy. Like, uh, as well. Oh, Benny McCarthy. Strong enough. Yeah, it's one of fatties. Reawoken a horrible memory. Yeah. Yeah. Benny McCarthy. Who was fatter, Kamara or McCarthy? McCarthy. I think McCartney. McCarthy. <laughs> Paul <laughs> McCartney. He <laughs> was fatter. I think Teddy Kamara looked more obese. That was it. Was Benny McCarthy's World Cup year, wasn't it? We've spoken about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, makes me a bit angry. I know. Benny, what a strike for. Yeah, and Benny. Titty and Benny. They ate made... all the pipe while they did. Don't even ask the question. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, dear. Okay, let's move on to the happier subject now. Maybe take a sip of your brandy around the log fire as we talk about our favourite ever matches uh, down at West Ham. Um, James, which ones stick in your mind? Um, whatever, or specifically, ever. Just ever. ever. I always liked, uh, you know what, actually? One of my favourites was at the comfortable Cardiff semi final playoff win. In fact, that's my favourite. Yeah. And Cardiff, uh, was it 3 0? At home, which was a lovely match, lovely atmosphere, really exciting. And for once, we made it quite easy. It was relaxed, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Jordan, your favourite ever matches? Uh, if, just thinking about it off the top of my head, I think probably, obviously, Man, you away and won the FA Cup. Or the, well, won the FA Cup. Or won with the Canio. Oh, oh, yeah. Just a glorious, glorious yeah, day yeah, watching yeah. it at home. It was yeah. lovely. Uh, the other one, again, a game I was at, which I loved uh, when we beat Spurs in the last 10th season. Yeah. Uh, when, they had, when they had the shits. Yeah, when they all had the shits. <laughs> that, was that was lovely because I could see two good friends of mine, the Spurs fans, sat in with the West Ham fans. Yeah. I could just see the whole ground going absolutely crazy. And them yeah. two just being in utter turmoil. <laughs> yeah. quite and the other funny thing about that is, I think that result meant nothing to us. No. We had nothing to play for other than just to stop them. Yeah. And Teddy showing him the like as well, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And then Fletcher scored a beautiful goal. Yeah. Oh, great days. It was just a wonderful game. Yeah beautiful moment um, I think my one is the first time I remember I think I've talked about this before but the, the first time we were in the playoffs and we had Ipswich in the second leg 2-0 Everton and Daly when Daly controlled the ball with his penis <laughs> slotted it into the corner uh, <laughs> after a corner the what, atmosphere of that from that match was insane what we'd give for Daly's penis now to get us a bill <laughs> <laughs> have we not even been linked with Daly's penis uh, like what's happened to Daly's penis <laughs> linked with everyone <laughs> <laughs> His penis just disappeared. Um, that Decanio match was a, a fantastic, a fantastic game. I remember, I think it was on ITV that day, because I turned down a ticket, I could have gone. Really? Yeah, but I just thought, we're just going to get done, and I didn't I, I watched it at home, and I, I think I actually, I actually went a little bit mental, actually, yeah. when we won that. I yeah. almost was disciplined, because, man, you were so good at the time. Yeah. And we, I was looking at the squad of that, the mate from work the other day, and we were looking, and that team that we beat, they had, like... They've, a lot of that team have won European Cups. Yeah, well, it was that, it, the midfield was, you know, the classic... Lampard, Man Cole. U, sort of, well, yeah, well, the, I'm talking about the Man U midfield. Oh, right, 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 right. As well, yeah, I mean, yeah, our yeah. midfield as well, yeah. It was yeah. amazing, it was, it was the three, it was Carrick, Lampard and Cole, yeah. wasn't it? But that beat, what was it, the Beckham, Keane, yeah. Skulls, yeah. Giggs... Yeah. It was an amazing, you know, just a wonderful, yeah, wonderful yeah. day. Just, just, yeah, great time to be a West Ham fan, that, that game. 
In fact, I've got good memories of being on ITV in the FA Cup. I think, I remember one game against away at City when Steve Lomas scored. Yes, and yes. we ended up there. I mean, I I remember great memories that. of that. Great memories of those mm. FA Cup games away. Just don't seem to happen now. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, I always love the, um, the matches, the end of the season ones where we all used to pile onto the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do we miss that? Not piling onto the pitch. Yes, that was that was like I look forward to those matches because you think I'm going to come on the pitch. <laughs> That's the I'm best feeling ever. Run out onto the pitch. Do you think? Well, it's going to happen. The last game of the Upton Park, uh, Upton Park, we're going to go out onto the pitch, right? Yeah, somehow. Pick up a bit. <laughs> I want, Take I want, it home. <laughs> I want the under soil heating pipes. I'm so <laughs> scrap. <laughs> I'm going to take a steward home. <laughs> <laughs> I try to take Karen Brady home, <laughs> sell her for scrap. Yeah, those end. Of, that, yeah, there's something great about the end of uh, end always, of season matches. Yeah. They're balmy as well. Like yeah. they don't like. I, th- I always say that you can l- watch an end of season match and know it's an end of season match. Yeah. I, I think as well like that. Uh, I think one at home to Leicester where we ended up winning four three. It was just balmy. It was just goals going in everywhere. Well, it's normally just because we've just about stayed up. We're yeah. safe. Got nothing else to play for. And it's yeah. Quite nice. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a kickabout. I you remember that game. United won all at the end of the 94-95 season we stopped them winning the league and it went to Blackburn yep. I read an inter- interesting interview it's just when well, I was doing a bit of prep for that Ludo uh, one and Ludo had done a, a previous interview and he said on that day no, none of the West Ham players were bothered about warming up because we'd got secured safety so Ludo was the only one who warmed up he was the only one who did any stretching and all the rest of them just kind of like sat and got their kit on <laughs> it's, it's mad but he said he got his kit on and just went out went out and got on with it and produced an amazing performance should we go and play <laughs> but it, it just shocked me that that was the kind of attitude like <clears throat> maybe that's what happens on these end of season matches no one's actually that bothered yeah it, seemed, it always seemed a bit different though didn't it warm up then years back it wasn't so uh, it's not like gigs doing yoga yeah. it was like uh, Ludo said on this and he? he said that Julian Dix would just turn up put his shorts on out shin pads and out off he went Swanny Lambert and Butler yeah. <laughs> so touch his toes and run out all seemed a little bit different we couldn't even do that <laughs> <laughs> I heard a Martin Allen story as well like talking about he was talking about Julian Dix and he said that Julian Dix, on the team bus to away games Julian Dix would if you were playing cards Julian Dix would come up to you take the cards off you rip them up and just walk off what do, we, what do we make of that? If I'm nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just, just imagine him on Christmas Day. You'd get, <laughs> you'd get your present out and just rip it up. Oh, Dixie, why do you do that to Cluedo? <laughs> um, let's talk about Christmas Day now. I want you to imagine you're at home on Christmas Day and you can invite... And Instead of being in this studio. <laughs> Instead of being in this with this roaring log fire, there's the heat of which is getting out of control. <laughs> just imagine it's Christmas Day. Which player would you like to have round for Christmas dinner? I think Jordan. Well, there's two, two ways of thinking about it, isn't there? One part would love to go Frank McAvenny, just going <laughs> to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hell of a day. White Christmas, Grandma, don't sniff out. White Christmas. <laughs> Decanio. Yeah, could be yeah. quite nice. It'd be, it'd be emotional. No tomato sauce. On it the would be down. Dinner. It'd be yeah. a mess, wouldn't it? You'd have to go church though. Oh, Decanio. and in Italian as well. Who else? Lucas Neal, I'm sure he'd enjoy a few beers. Yeah. 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 But he'd want a Barbie, though, wouldn't he? He wouldn't be... Yeah. James, I imagine you'd probably want Matthew Upson around, wouldn't you? Upson, because he's such a... He's full of personality. Powerful <laughs> <laughs> um, character. And, uh, go clubbing with him. <laughs> um, no, I would probably have... You need someone to put out a fire, so I'd have Hayden Fox at the end. <laughs> with his, uh, piss on it, put it out. <laughs> he said, oh, that's... Have I had... Are they having a Christmas... 
do this year? Well, last year it was uh, they were all dressed in white, weren't <laughs> so they? I just thought because Hayden Fox, yeah, Hayden Fox, pissed, yeah. pissed in a plant at the end of the bar. Yeah, it, like, no, it's just on the bar, wasn't it? I thought it was sugar reef. Sugar reef. It's just against the bar. <laughs> Where is he now? <laughs> he was awful. That's true. How do we forget his tricks? Yeah. Blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't want McCarthy because that all the turkey would be gone. <laughs> You've got to think yeah. about it. You need yeah. to balance it with your family. You want someone who's polite. Yeah. I imagine Noble would be quite nice. Oh, Noble would be good. Yeah. Few yeah. beers, yeah, polite your parents, and have a laugh from afterwards. Yeah, yeah. He'd want to yeah. watch EastEnders. Yeah. He'd have, I reckon he'd be snoozing on the couch by sort of 8 pm. Oh, yeah. Really be, nice. He'd be playing FIFA by like 6 o'clock. You'd play FIFA with him all night. It'd yeah. be fine. You could, you'd take him with El Morrison, would you? Yeah. Have him give him a little bit of food. Yeah. Get a couple of presents <laughs> to open. <laughs> bit of stuff in. Get him on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> put him in his little Christmas hat. Put him in, then put him back in his cot and he can all go to bed. Rock him to sleep. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so last year the Christmas party was they went to Dublin and they were dressed in white. And there's a good clip on YouTube of them all uh, in Dublin singing a bit of karaoke, I think. I don't know if I've seen it. Was that the terrific. one where the press... Carol almost the press tried to get Carol into trouble, saying he did something and he didn't really do it. Yeah, I think it was something like that happened, yeah. Um, but in Harry Redknapp's book, again, which I keep bringing up, um, yeah, he talks, it's like you're plugging his book. <laughs> He's, He's our enemy. He's our enemy. Mate, he could be our next manager at this rate. Um, it's interesting because he says that he doesn't think Christmas parties should happen at football clubs. It's no. like, it's just a, a it's just it's a for much more grief than it's worth. Yeah. And he said he banned her on a QPR and they did it anyway, so. Voice of authority yeah. in a football club. He probably made that up. Um, which, which era of West Ham team would you like to go on the Christmas party? So let's say you could go any year. It's got to be 85, 86. Is it? Do you think, but I want to go to the one where Ian Wright and Neil Ruddock with Hayden Fox pissing at the bar. That's incredible <laughs> scenes. Well, you've got a different... The way they, the way all the old footballers sell it is like uh, when you read about when we won the 66 World Cup, they didn't all go out on a lash. They like had a beer, then went home. Yeah. You know, so that... Well, that school would be a bit boring. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> then you've got the 80s, the Christmas party of McAvenny. I suspect he's a lone man. He goes out on his own. Couple of uh, models on his arm. Ladies of the night. That'd be a good party to go to. <laughs> Ladies of the night. <laughs> and then you've got the modern day, where it'd be a bit like, it'd go to a bit of a shit club, wouldn't they? And they'd go to, it'd all be about looking good. You yeah. want someone to get, you know, to get have a few beers and have a laugh with. Yeah, and um, yeah. It's tough to call. It's, got, it's probably the... Uh, Oh, it was the 80s. The 80s. Yeah, well, my Frankie Mac. Frankie yeah. Mac on a night out. Get him down there, China White's all with string fellows. <laughs> M- mid-80s McAvenny. Imagine the scenes. Yeah. Imagine it. Phil Parks, monster. <laughs> <laughs> on the Jaeger bombs. He'd be carrying you home at the end of the night, wouldn't he? <laughs> Parks on the Jaeger bombs. <laughs> a young Potts. <laughs> <laughs> Tearing up some shapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. George Paris as well. Ah, uh, George, George Paris. Yeah. What a man. Yeah, he'd be a good light, a good night out. Actually, he's kind of maybe the guy I'd like to come home for Christmas, George. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think he's marry. got some good stories. <laughs> he's got some stories. He's got a face that looks like he's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, well, uh, the hour's getting night. The candle is burnt down almost to, to the wick, and the brandy is almost out. I I wish I'm painting a scene. Some, no, I wish you'd bought some brandy. <laughs> Tight. Stop ruining the <laughs> illusion that I'm painting here. We're just drinking toilet duck. <laughs> <laughs> Night nurse. <And> hallucinating. 
the snow is collecting on the windowsills around the studio. Um, Who's at the distant bells? Of... <laughs> the best is I can hear uh, of... St. Bernard dogs. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a thing with whiskey around the neck? Yes, maybe. Yeah? yeah. All right. <laughs> um, let's I'm discuss... I'm Boxing Day sales in a minute. <laughs> I'll see Debenhams. I'll get down there. Debenhams open the shutters up. Get the tent up. Um, Christmas presents. Let's give... What would you like West Ham to have for Christmas? That's a roundabout way of fucking up what I'm trying to say, is that what would you like for Christmas for West Ham? Your Christmas wish. A few points would go, miss. Yeah. Know, that'd be nice. Safety. Just safety. safety. Just some sort of sense of happiness and safety yeah. would be lovely. Yeah. And also, genuinely, to see maybe the elements of the team that aren't doing quite as well, just seeing them doing... Getting back to a level which we know they can do. Like, I'd love to yeah. see a Sam Allardyce team actually start fighting a bit more, as we, yeah. you know, we've come to expect. Would like to think, which hasn't really been evident lately. I'd like to see Nolan start playing properly again, actually scoring some goals, and obviously Carroll back from injury. That'd yeah, be beautiful. Wow, that what well, quite quite a list you've got there, John. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm greedy. Must <laughs> <laughs> be a nightmare to buy Christmas presents for. <laughs> uh, James, uh, what I, more can you add? What more can I add? Uh, I would just like. Them all to be happy. <laughs> World peace. <laughs> I just want all the footballers with all their money yeah. and all their success <laughs> just to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd quite like Jermaine Defoe back. I think. I think that's what. That's all I, I want for Christmas. Right, I wouldn't want him around Christmas little. Day. Just going back a little. Yeah. <laughs> selfish. I bet he's really he looks selfish. Looks like a dwarf, though. Well, yeah, that's right. He'd wake up. He's already opened the presents. He's little. You could dress him up. You can right. dress him up as a Hang dwarf. On. I've got bad Santa in my mind. Not Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> if you know that film, you will get that reference, and I'll leave it at that. Defoe would want to watch Big Mama's House 2. <laughs> <laughs> You'd want to watch Big Mama's House 1. You'd fall out. You'd open another transfer request. <laughs> I bet Defoe would really trump post-Russells. If he stayed... And blame, he would, what Defoe would do yeah. was he'd let them go and blame someone else. Yeah. <laughs> he'd point his finger at someone else. At my mum. That's a, at your mum. That's the kind of man Defoe is. Do you know what? You'd have Defoe over Christmas, Boxing Day morning, it tell you he's off. Yeah. Which send you in, give you in, give you in uh, transfer request. <laughs> um, well, thank you very much for joining us, Jordan. I hope you enjoyed your de- your debut. That's very honest. Thank um, you. Yeah, I loved it. Are you on Twitter? Usually we plug guest Twitter if they're on Twitter. I'm not actually. No, no sorry. No interest. <laughs> Jordan is on Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> on MySpace. Yeah, it's going to be big MySpace. <laughs> yeah, you cool. can fax Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, thank you very much, Jordan. Uh, Merry Christmas, James. Merry Christmas, Chris. And uh, yeah, thanks very much. Uh, you can stay in touch with uh, with Knees Up Mother Brown over Christmas. You can go on the Knees Up Mother Brown forum. Uh, you can go on the Knees Up Mother Brown Facebook group. You can follow Gra- Graham Howlett on Twitter at K U M B D O T C O M. James is on Twitter at Long as One. You can catch up with his festive tweets. A lot of auto asphyxy wank content uh, this festive season. So what better way to celebrate so God's special day? Don't miss that, listeners. Um, myself, Chris. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at C J Skull Skull with a C. Uh, from everyone on the Knees Up Mother Brown podcast team, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. We hope Merry Christmas. you get what you want, and let's just hope for more points. Safety, Andy Carroll fit, maybe even Jermaine Defoe. And lots of, lots of Christmas turkey. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Come on, your hands. Come on, yours. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving all that in.
Eager with the flick. Taylor. Here's Jarvis! Fantastic!